Welcome to episode one of The Philosophy Gal, a place where we do deep dives in the philosophical topics like nature of truth, freedom, God, and more. You'll expand your mind, enhance your thinking, and discover more about the world around us with every episode of The Philosophy Gal. I'm your host, Naomi Wrightson, and together we're going to philosophize about that. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the nature of truth and falsehood. These concepts are essential for valuing each situation that occurs in our daily lives. We are constantly evaluating the world around us through our perception, and this is how we determine our reality. But can we really trust what our senses tell us? How do we know that something we have experienced or learned is true? When we think of truth, we assume many things. We think truth is eternal, indubitable, self-evident, and represents reality as it is. Truth is fact and it cannot change. There are different types of truths, including rational truths and empirical truths. A rational truth is one which is based in logic. Rationalistic thinkers don't trust their sensory experiences, which they think are not able to represent our full reality. Therefore, truth lies in the realm of ideas and reason and logic. Empiricists, on the other hand, put their faith in our sense experience of the world. They mistrust ideas that are not grounded in real-world experiences because they fear that ideas may easily become imaginary illusions. Examples of these different types of truths would be science, which is based in empirical truths, and spirituality, which is based in rational truths. What makes you certain about something? Think of a time when you knew something without a doubt. Once when I was a child, I was swimming in a pool. I swam to the bottom of the deep end of the pool and stayed there for a good few seconds. And then, when I felt like I needed air, I tried to swim to the top. I realized that the top was pretty far away, and I was terrified that I wouldn't be able to swim up in time. Two things became certain to me in that moment. One, I would die without air. And two, death itself is at some point certain. As Benjamin Franklin once said in a letter to a friend, in this world, nothing can be certain except death and taxes. (laughs) So what makes a proposition true? Aristotle says, to say what is, that it is, and of what is not, that it is not, is saying the truth. And to say of what is not, that is, and to say what is, that it is not, is saying a falsehood. Therefore, he's saying that the truth must correspond with a matter of fact. This is aligning with correspondence theory, which makes truth related to an external event, object, or reality. One problem is that if truth is correspondence to facts, then we are limiting truth to language and words. We develop language in order to pass on ideas about reality. But we know that sometimes language is not always fully or correctly interpreted. For example, if we have an experience we've never had before, then there's no way that we can represent the reality fully through language. This is a fault of correspondence theory. But correspondence theory is still the most widely accepted theory by far. Another theory of truth is coherence theory. For this theory, a proposition is true if and only if it is logically consistent with an already established system of other statements. Internal consistency is proof of truth. 
Another stricter version of this theory only accepts statements as true that are logically deduced from or entailed by an existing set of propositions. An example of this approach at work is in mathematics, and it is favored by many 20th century philosophers of science. Finally, the pragmatic theory of truth, most notably held by Charles Pierce and William James, proposes that truth is what has beneficial consequences. It values the difference that it makes to reality or to one's goals. For example, is it going to have any, make a difference in my life or allow me to accomplish something? Basically, will it allow me to navigate the world successfully? The idea is useful because it is true, or it is true because it is useful. A, pros a proposition is true when it starts the verif verification process and is deemed useful after. In summary, true thoughts mean possession of invaluable instruments of action. The discussion of falsehood need not be extensive here now because one can't know what is false because knowledge is about truth epistemologically. And if one knows truth, you will automatically have an awareness of what is not. I would like to leave you with two questions to ponder. Can the same proposition be both true and false at the same time? And is the human mind actually capable of grasping truth? My two cents on the last question are, perhaps not. We must admit that we are unable to grasp anything in its totality. Partially, for example, our senses are limited. After all, in life we only visibly see two dimensions. Imagine then how much truth is being left out. That's it for us today. Catch us next time on The Philosophy Gal.